Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. We are brought to you by Rainier, Haggerty Insurance, Avant, Carter Subaru, and coming to you, recording live at Drivers Club every Monday. In the sun. In the sun. Roasting the sun in the sun. <laughs> here in the deluxe members lounge, which now has shades. Ah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sunny. We're, we're, we are recording in our sunglasses. Taking in the sun. I'm still trying to wake up from trying to get up so early from exotics. Oh, that was Saturday. Come on. I'm still tired. It's okay. I that, need my naps. That means that means you did you did good. I don't know. I left. I was there. trying to do like a parental parental thing, but yeah. You know. We I left there at like eleven thirty ish, and mm-hmm. I had twenty thousand steps in that day. Over twenty thousand. Yeah, we're moving. We uh, we got there. You and I and Jason. Well, we got there. I don't think we weren't the first people there. We were there at five forty or five fifty something like that. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh, we opened the gates. We well, we tried for seven or six thirty. It didn't quite work for that, but that's okay. Uh, we had an awesome group of volunteers this year. A lot of new volunteers, and we had a huge turnout. I mean, everything from two LaFerraris and Enzo, a brand new McLaren 720N Largo by Novatech. Yeah. Um, so many cool cars. That Goblin thing was cool. What was that? I parked that, and I didn't even know what it was. So uh, if you. If you guys haven't seen the photos, Exotics had over had 480-ish cars and almost 100 turned away due to capacity. One of the cars that came in was this Goblin. It turns out it's a, it's a kit car. You can build it in your garage. You need a donor car, but it's only a Cobalt or Cobalt SS. So and is the donor car just for the engine? Uh, it's engine, transmission, and a few other parts. Yeah. But um, I think you even use the fuel tank out of the thing. So, it, but the kit massive I, intercooler. So yeah, on so top I went, of it. Yeah. yeah, I went and looked at it, and to build one of these, like <laughs> if you do like the full-blown kit, eight grand. Wow. And all you need to add on is wheels and tires every round if you want something cool. But that one was like a pristine example of what it could be. And that looked like so much fun. It was specced well. It was built well. It was yeah. The colors super were good. cool. Yeah. It was a really but cool car. Insane crowd. If you guys didn't get to make it out for that, you should check out the photos. That was an extremely busy weekend, like <laughs> to waiting, say the least. Waiting through water in, in center court, which is awesome. Like I said, I can't give enough credit to all of our volunteers. It was just it was incredible. S- I've never seen that many spectators before at the show. I've yeah. seen a lot of stuff at the show, but I've never seen that many spectators. It was crazy. It's funny. I say it every year. Everybody goes, oh, did you see this car? Did you see this car? And I'm like, no, I don't see any cars. <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> I just running see stuff around, to do. And, and, the minute, and the minute we get done running around, somebody calls us on the radio, so we have to run some more. So Yeah. But it was great. I'm looking really looking forward to this our you know tenth year and um, got a few few surprises to come. So yep, I'm looking forward to this Saturday. There's gonna be more this Saturday already. I know stuff coming in that wasn't there last week. Yep. Yeah. So it's been it Don't was busy. It. Don't give it away. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Yeah. Just saying people should show up. It'll be worth it. It's always worth it. Secret. But secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's always worth it. But this week is gonna be another awesome weekend, and I'm sure the hype from last weekend will fill us up again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's always the second week if it's been this weather this nice. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, what else? I finally saw the new Avengers. No spoilers, but you should go see it. You saw it. It was good. It was good. It was good. It was, it was really a little long. Really long. <laughs> I was like, there needs to be an intermission with a bathroom it, break. It, 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 how do I say it? It ends the world. Not ends the world, but, but I mean it, it. It's a good end of the series. Yes, thank you. It's a good end it of the series. It encapsulates yeah. the whole series. So. did a lot of fan service. It was fan yes. service the movie. Yeah. That's it, yeah. They and then we, t- we helped Jared again. His car finally left my garage. Well, I mean, it left, but it came back, and then it was there for more. We got his stereo in and his backup camera. Still can't believe that works. I know. <laughs> that was totally it's still working. F- that was totally He's giving f- this the nod that it's still working. That's it, great. Really? Still, the camera still comes on when you go into reverse? Wow, I faked that till I made that. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. So, yeah. I can't tell you the amount of wires I licked and then held together. <laughs> it's like down periscope all over again. Yeah, like, yeah go ahead and turn it on. Mm, that's a fun buzz. <laughs> And then, uh, let's see, what else? Everybody's been doing drives. I've seen cars everywhere. A bunch of, we saw our friends at Salish Lodge Valet. Um, they have they had tons of drives. They've been posting photos like crazy. We got an email, a listener mail this week, who somebody listens to that episode, uh, a guy named Pat. And 30 years ago, he, 30 years ago this month, he took his prom date to Salish. Wow. And even he, recall, he messaged us to say, the service of the valet was even good then. And he's been going back for 30 years. So it's just kind of a cool thing. I shared it with them. They were pretty flattered. So shout out to our really friends cool. up there. Just cool. They've been doing it for so long, and they've been doing a good job at not wrecking people's cars for so long, which is not something you can say about a lot of valets. Very true. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> so Very true. Great shout There's out. There's always a little, some accidents somewhere, but they do a really good job. Yeah. Yep. And then there was a bunch of people saying they went up there after exotics as well. They had the Aston Martin Club up there. 
Oh, cool. So we missed a few of those, but luckily our friends I, at Park Place I brought I wasn't up the even aware that there was an Aston Martin Club, to be honest. I didn't either, but there was about 10 of them that went up there. There's, I mean, so we got an Aston Martin Club. Uh, we, uh, recently, we now have a McLaren Club, too, I think. We do. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool, too. So, I mean, it's it, so many things are coming to fruition. Yep. I tried. I priced one out with Adam. Just, I keep trying. It's not going to happen, but I keep trying. You priced <laughs> a what, a 570? Nah, 600 LT, just to see what, I'm, what my goals are. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah, gotta have gotta have that future plan. How many years do, could you not eat? Uh, at least five right now. Save it's would save weight. <laughs> it would save. I would finally lose some weight. Wither away. <laughs> yeah. that's okay. I'd probably die from sodium intake from all the ramen I'd have to eat. <laughs> I did not think of it that way. Just <laughs> be retaining water. Ramen does not come out of Alcantara. No, <laughs> I don't want to know why you were eating ramen oh, in anything with Alcantara. Not my McLaren. Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. <laughs> Hashtag not my McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Speaking of everybody, if you're doing a ton of drives, which you should be, we're already planning a ton for this summer. We've got our, obviously our Seamount Rally in August, and then we've got a big endurance drive in September. You and I need a vacation. We do need a vacation. We need to go drive somewhere. I know. I, I don't know where, that. but I, I've been thinking that. So yeah, I'm gonna. That's prob- probably an off-air thought, but. <laughs> so after I worked at, I looked at two cars, and both mm-hmm. of them fell through. <laughs> Then this morning, I woke up to two emails saying they decided that the one guy finally got his other car he was waiting for, and the other guy who didn't want to go down that far in price decided he wanted to go down that far far in price. So now I'm trying to figure out, which I already have decided which one I'm going with, but I was just like, okay, it rains at pours. Secret, 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 secret. Yeah. That will be a... a, uh a good topic in a few weeks. Yes, it will. Um, um, what you chose, the 1974 Yugo or the 1962 uh, Blue Jay? Blue one Jay. is a bird, one's a car. <laughs> like you pulled a name welcome. out of your ass on I that one. I kind of did. <laughs> you know, you'd think with the amount of fast, useless car knowledge in my head, I would have been able to come up with two car names. But say no, I didn't. Yeah. 2.5 liter rabbit. Oh, I forgot yeah, about the rabbit. Maybe a yeah. Jetta. Ooh, a Jetta. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want one. Cross but, track. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if either way, I am traveling a long ways to get my cars as usual. I think that I can earn like one time I accidentally bought my GTR in state. I didn't realize that when I bid on it on eBay, but I think that's the last car I bought in state. Uh, no, I guess my, my vet too. Well, the one you, if yeah. you get the one, I think you should get, will it be a farther drive than when you picked up the cruiser or? No, it'll be shorter. shorter. Nothing, nothing will be farther unless I buy a car in like Key West. That's right. Cause the cruiser came from Southern Florida. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, Fort Myers, Florida. That's the farthest I've driven for a car so far. This one will be close to that. Wow. Really that'll close. That would be a good story. There's only like 300 miles in between that. But hmm. that reminds everybody, like, how do you get your car home without destroying it if it doesn't have paint protection on it? And if you're doing drives, I tell everybody, we have a drive coming up in September. Um, and one of the things I have it as a requirement, if you go to Dan's drives on a lot of drives, is paint protection. And the reason is, is because when you're going over passes or you're going long distances, you're going to be going over roadways that have been sanded heavily all winter. And right now, all that sand is still on the road. It's not all gone because the snow melted. In fact, it's, uh, you get this nice little fine dust that destroys everything. Yep. So Eats through everything. Yeah. A lot of guys will do the cheater painter tape trick. I actually use gaffer's tape because it doesn't leave a residue. And if it gets wet, it doesn't leave like a, a film all over your car. It's a good temporary measure. The right thing to do, definitely our friends over at Metropolitan, Steck, Dino Shield, um, Expel, something. But that has become one of my like number one recommendations for anybody who likes to drive at all, uh, especially doing rather spirited drives. Well, you can spiritedly drive your car and keep the resale value up. I mean, you're, you're exactly paint is not cheap these days. And if you're following a car like my vet, we had three thirty fives in the rear and just likes to sandblast everything that's behind it because it, they get hot and sticky and just throw rocks at it. Get some paint protection. I drive behind you all the time. I, you owe me paint. <laughs> <laughs> that thing I remember used to go around corners of that, and it would. I had the roof off, and it would fling rocks into the inside of the car. They'd hit me in the face, <laughs> doing really tight roads. Only you could hit yourself in the face, <laughs> face. with a rock off of your own car you're driving. Yep, that's that's rather talented, sir. But even for you, anyway, it's uh, it's the first thing I do when I get a new car. If I buy a new car, it's straight away paint protection, which everybody should. Well, yeah, and p- and people always assume when we talk about this stuff that it's. Just on fancy cars, but you mean no. really putting it on your everyday anything. car will, will save you a ton. Every car. If, if yeah. anything, just do the headlights and just the front bumper. Like if you have no budget at all, at least do that. You will be so glad you did. Um, obviously, you should do, in my opinion, the front clip, which is everything in front of the doors and the mirrors. Like that's the 
to me, that's the bare minimum. I still like to do the quarter panels and the rear bumper, things like that, because they get a lot of debris kicked up to them. But yeah. Anyway, that's our uh, tip of the week from Carter Subaru. And that leads us into a nice little transition to our guest today. It was a bit of a different thing, not paint protection so much as style. And you are giving that out in spades with your own designs, people's, other people's designs. Our guest today is Troy Dorn from Gorilla Mad Raps. Welcome well, to the show. Thank you, sir. What's happening? Nobody ever likes a happy gorilla. It's always a mad gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> and if you follow Troy on Instagram, you understand why it's called Mad Gorilla. <laughs> Stop bringing up old stuff. No. <laughs> I, I love I, – you and I have been friends for, what were we saying, three or four years. Yeah, probably probably three years ago, I think, and you came I, into the shop. Truthfully, I think I, – I stumbled upon you upon accident because you had just moved into that shop that you was You literally down. were leaving Queen, Queen yeah. City? Yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't even remember what, what drew me in there and the fact that – because, like, you were the only one in that building. Like, there was that somewhat showroom you had to walk through where everybody – there was a ton of motor car, motorcycle parts. It I don't was know a, if I'd call it a showroom, but yeah. Well, okay, there, there was <laughs> a room that had windows that you had to walk through. There was a bunch of motorcycle parts and about well, everything. Yeah. And then you had this wonderful little, like, cube in the back where you were wrapping cars and you had all your stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started because we, we, you, you wrapped the Inspire 1, my first drone, Lola, and then you, ins- you wrapped a, a, a Phantom 4 for me. Yep. I have yet to have you wrap a car for me, but we're, we're talking about that. Yeah, you're just kind of small time, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I'm small. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's great to see you. Um, that's the name of the <laughs> podcast. Um, again, if you need to get your car wrapped, go to. No. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, yeah, no, we, we met. We kind of hit it off, honestly. Yeah. And uh, I, I think you always kind of like the, the creativity, and I always appreciate when. You know, people and people enjoy and you know pay me to design stuff. Uh, at the end of the day, dude, it's kind of crazy. You know, I s- sit on my computer and make designs, and then I put stickers on stuff, and people pay me to do it. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy. But that uh, in the latest, if you don't know, um, Tro- one of Troy's cars that he wrapped, uh, Porsche 911 Turbo, uh, was on Gumball last year and made yeah. big news because. I think it was cool. Um, and we will we will put a photo up um, on on this profile of, the, of this car and the fact that if you look at it from one side, it's a a woodland tree. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know how to describe it. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, a, like a forest scene. It's a yeah, forest it's scene it's on it's one side. It's a forest scene though. I think that people. I don't want people to get the wrong impression. It is not like real tree camo. Yeah, yeah. This is like an actual forest scene. It's like yeah. A the painting. whole well, the whole thing yeah. has a like a flow, like a theme to it. Yeah. So like on the water side, for example. You know, I kind of styled it after some vintage kind of stripes, you know, where it actually the water kind of rushes down kind of like a martini stripe wood or something like that. But the whole thing's water and then the other side's trees. And then you kind of have like a faux racing stripe in the middle that's snowy mountains and pine trees. That one was, yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. Was that all your idea? Oh, um, no, that was actually mostly their idea. The, the cool thing about what I do, honestly, because I, I mean, I've got a crazy imagination, but, you know, a lot of times my customers have really good ideas. Um, you know, people come to me with different color schemes. Sometimes I'm, I'm like, dude, I don't even, you know, like, what are you, what are you are talking you about? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. And, then yeah. I d- and then I do it, and I'm like, okay, you know, this might could be something. Sure. But, um, yeah, we, we kind of tweaked it. You know, we ended up going with, like, the full monotone thing. The Where that design came from uh, is actually from the Cascadia flag. So if you've seen that, it's just a simple, it's like a northwest thing. So there's, like, a tree in the middle, and then it's blue, white, and green. Mm-hmm. So that was the original design. It was going to oh. be just a straight-up, you know, white stripe in the middle, blue on one side green in the other but once once we mocked it up we were like eh, we can do something a little bit better than this you have an incredible creative mind like i said with i mean and, it, and being the small time customer of yours i mean i brought <laughs> you my drones and i was like just do what you want and it was incredible like i said the, one of them was like this bright gold that was it had cool. chevrons on it <laughs> and then the phantom four was like this green it was like a, was you didn't say a modern camo it was a i was uh, like a what we call it, like a geometric a geometric but I had like cam. neon green and the yeah. black and the gray it was so cool but I made like I actually made a template for it, so it's like a kit that somebody could buy and they they fit it to there. there Turned go. out to be not lucrative at all to spend time making those. That's kits. I was gonna but say there's a lot of people <laughs> making them. But I that's besides yeah. the point. So, <laughs> why? Well, thank you. So yeah, it yeah. looked really cool. But yeah, it was though. fun. It was a cool project. Yeah, definitely. So, how did you get started here? Are you originally from Pacific Northwest? Where are you no, from? No, not at all. Um, I originally from Montana, and uh, then I lived in Kentucky for a few years, and then when the recession hit. I actually just literally packed up everything in my car, moved out here. Um, 2008, I think that's when I got here. Me too. It's like <laughs> September 2008. And uh, it took a while. I, you know, I was kind of, you know, doing some different, trying to do some different entrepreneurial things. You know, I did some multi-level marketing and that kind of stuff, you know, the, trying to figure it out. But it's it, not a pyramid scheme. It's yeah, multi-level yeah, marketing. Yeah, that's how I tell my mom, you know, it's, it's, it's legit. Products. No, don't worry. You don't understand, mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, uh, uh, 2000, uh, late 2012 is when I started Gorilla Mad. Um, and, uh, you know, at that time, you know, the economy was starting to pick up a little bit, but, uh, I just, you know, I just really wasn't happy having a job. You know, I never really was one of those guys. I don't like to be told what to do. So it was one of those things where I literally just quit my job. I didn't really have a plan. I had a couple of business ideas and vinyl wrapping was one of them. And, uh, you had know, you done that before? Yeah, a little bit, but I, I never, when I was doing it considered, you know, I, I never thought in a million years that I would get paid for doing it. You know, it was like doing your car interior sure. or like, you know, doing some, you know, stuff around the house or like garage Podcast. or something. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, ne- I never. We understand how an accidental business can happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. yeah. so I, I, yeah, I never, I never thought it was something that I would do for a living, get paid for. And I like, I'd also, you know, I've been doing designs, you know, my whole life. I've been drawing since I was two. I, when I found out about Photoshop and I was like 20 years old, you know, I instantly was hooked on Photoshop. Um, now I had to teach myself how to use a lot of different programs like Illustrator, which is like vector based. That's where, yeah. you, you know, it's where I use a lot of, uh, you do a lot of my designs and stuff like that. But it's funny cause I had a, uh, a customer that, that hit me up. He was a referral and this is like year one. I mean, I be, like, I'm literally just starting out. I didn't even have a shop yet. And the, uh, the customer hit me up and he, he said, Hey, I have a Ford Raptor, you know, and instantly I'm like, hell yeah, I, I never, you know, I barely wrapped any nice cars. And he said, I want to do like a snow camo on it. Or I want to do like an urban camo. Can you do that? And I was like, hell yeah. And I had no idea like how to do it. I said, I'm <laughs> super busy right now. I just need like about three weeks and, uh, you know, I'll start on some designs, but really what I was doing is just buying some time so I could figure out how to use the program. But I, I <laughs> ended up um, doing the design and then we printed it up and that truck ended up getting in a magazine. So like my first printed wrap got featured in a, uh, like a, um, uh, what do you call it? Eight lug, eight lug, uh, magazine. Cause that, that may have been part of why I, I tracked you down. I know I was coming from Queen city, but you, there was a drone that matched that truck. You yeah. Had, you had yeah, a camo. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's a good customer of mine, Doug. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's a good customer of mine, but yeah, he, he, he's all, he does all the drones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, he did. I, I did like a snow camo one that matched that. I think that's what was part of it. Like okay. I, I tracked you down somehow. Like I was trying to think of that, but when I was coming here, I was like, how did I meet him? It's like, yeah, we've known each other for so long, but it's just. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, how many moons? Yeah. Let's take a quick break. We get back. We'll talk more about uh, starting wrapping and everything. It goes into the process because it's a lot harder than it... Well, it, it looks hard and it is hard. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll be right back. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. Oh, all the conversations you miss on break. We're talking about how you got started, Troy. Sure. <laughs> we can we can add it around that, right? No, I'm just gonna leave it in. <laughs> We usually leave the stuff in that makes us look bad, not yeah, you. Yeah, not you. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you're good. People expect it from us. Yeah. You know, true. the high quality. That's true. That it, it is, yeah. Yeah. So how did you get started? I mean, we, we briefly touched on it. And we're like, no, I'll save it for the episode because it is yeah. kind of an inter- interesting story besides just deciding to do it one day. Yeah, no. Uh, so uh, if we rewind back to like t- 2012, uh, the last job I had, I was a, I was a loan officer. I did that for like three months. Um, I, pr- I'm one of, I've d- literally done like everything under the sun. I started my first business at 17. I've tried to, you know, I've did like multi-level marketing. I've sold vacuums door to door. Um, I've had a landscaping sodling company. I've done like retail management, you know, but once it, when the economy kind of hit the tank and I moved out here, I kind of fell into that rut of like having a job and, you know, that just really wasn't me. Plus, you know, I didn't finish my degree in college i went to school to be an engineer so it was, you know you get kind of stuck in this rut where you like you you know you're earning like not a lot of income you know and, and you're working with like people that let's be honest they're not that smart you know what i mean but it's like <laughs> fair enough you know in retail so you know no offense to anybody you but said it we agreed uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. i used to work I'll, retail I'll be, totally agree i'll be the bad guy so yeah we've all been there so uh you know then i went to be a loan officer and i did that for like three months that was the first time in in my adult life that i'd have a, a regular nine to five job so I had a Monday through Friday, nine to five. Trying and to picture you behind a desk at dude, a bank. <laughs> I, I wanted to jump off a cliff after three months. I couldn't do it. I just, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it cannot be this. Like this, you know, I, this is not me. This is not what Troy is. This is not the type yeah. of person I am. Or Tim, whoever. Yeah, Tim. 
you know, X, Y, Z. That's when he went from Tim to being Troy. <laughs> yeah. A transition, man. There Absolutely. Are so transition, there yeah. are more dramatic transitions. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, I literally, you know, I quit my job. You know, I, I did have to get a part-time job at first. Um, you know, the first year is pretty slow, but you know, I, I just knew that I had to do something that was using my creative skills. I like to design, you know, I also kind of dabbled in photography and, um, you know, I needed to, I needed to have a space where I could just like listen to loud music, do whatever I want, say whatever I want. And, um, that's, that's not easy to do, you know, is there's not a lot of industries where it's like, there's not a lot of people that can do what I do. And I feel I'm very fortunate because I, I also kind of feel like I made a pretty, a good decision. You know, I think there's a little bit of luck in that, but I realized in, in the Seattle area, there wasn't a lot of people that were doing really crazy like designs and different stuff with the vinyl wrap. Cause it was kind of newer. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of felt like, well, you know, if I was going to start this and I was going to do this and I wanted to build a reputation for doing like crazy projects, this is where I should do it. And, um, you know, it took some time and it was tough. You know, I had a part-time job, like I said, for the first year. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I didn't make a lot of money the first few years. You know hey, what I mean? Pimping ain't easy. Yeah, pimping ain't sure easy. Is fun. <laughs> but, you know, eventually you get to that point where you know, it's just a referral game. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that like when we were talking about the, um, you know, you saw the drone. Mm-hmm. Well, the drone came from a guy who came from a referral that was just, you know, a ad off Craigslist, you know, and it's like, and then how many other people have I met because of you? And now I'm sitting here on a podcast because, you know, of a snowmobile I wrapped in like 2013. So what you're saying is your whole career is, is because of me? It's basically because yeah, of I, you. I get that. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. You, I don't know where I'd be without Nick. Well, that's. <laughs> feel the Boy, same I, way. I wish more people would say that. I mean, it's not true, but I wish more people would say that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feel good about your choices. So um, how'd, how'd the name come about? That's one thing yeah. I've never asked you. <laughs> okay. So there's kind of two parts. You want like the short story or the long story? Whatever. We're on a podcast and okay. we've got time. So. Okay. So, uh, well, when I, uh, when I quit my job, you know, I had, I had done like, you know, like I said, I'd done entrepreneurial stuff before, you know, I owned a business before, but I, I basically, I'm kind of one of those people where I, I assume that I know nothing. Like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Right. So I just went and bought a book. I said, I'm going to just start over. And I went and bought a book literally called how to, how to start a business. Now I only made it a third of the way through the book. I never really finished it, but I'm glad I bought <laughs> you it. just got to the how to start. Yeah, I read, I read like a couple <laughs> things, but they had a really good section about picking names and it kind of mm-hmm. had, had some ideas flowing in my head. And so I had like 50 names and, um, you know, Gorilla Mad, it kind of came about because, you know, to be honest, like the kind of deeper meaning of it was like, you know, I was kind of at a point in my life where, you know, you're trying so many things and it's like nothing is really working the way that you want. And you're, you know, sometimes you kind of hold yourself back. Sometimes there might be, you know, unforeseen, like other circumstances outside things. But Gorilla Mad was like, you know, I'm doing this now. Like, move out of the way because there's no more trying. There's no more, you know, I'm I'm going to think this about this happen. idea. Like, this is this is it. Like, yeah. this is going to happen. So it's like, just get out of the way. Like, you're telling yourself that. You're telling everybody else, like, this is going to happen. So that's kind of like the deeper meaning of what Gorilla Mad means. So it's always, you know, it's always kind of like a – no, it's, it's a great name. It it really attracts attention, and it it I don't know. I mean, it, it's always something. It's something that when you say it, it sticks in your head. There's a lot of businesses out there. I think that just yeah. You have to understand. Dan and I were sitting around my my kitchen table, and we're like, "Well, we're from the Rain City, and we like supercars." And <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, but it is catchy. <laughs> I like the name. Yeah, it's catchy. Well, we're not the only ones that share that. You know, yeah. you can't come up with a cool name like Avance or anything like that. Right. That was stolen, but <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Audi. Thanks, Audi. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. So, I mean, as far as we were talking about this over the break a little bit, but, you know, there are so many people out there who will remain nameless just because they're very easy with this, you know, dipping your car in plastic dip and stuff like that (laughs) that are really doing crappy things to cars. And I mean, it, the, the, I don't think I don't think people understand what the prep process, and that's one of the, the one of the things that I was always interesting when I would stop by your shop, even when I didn't have businesses, because. You know, and a lot of people around here, the higher end shops do this, you know, even for detailing, you're pulling cars apart. It's Mm -hmm. not just cutting lines and, you know, this is pulling, you're pulling doors off, you're pulling trim off, you're to really wrap a car and do it a quality job, like with, to your level. And that's why, and that's why you charge what you charge, but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of prep to it, correct? Yeah. Uh, Prep work. I mean, it's just like anything else. Prep work is the most important thing, honestly, but I mean, a lot of people are surprised because I'll sit there, you know, I'll pull a car apart clean it three times clay bar it you know it's like two and a half days before i even put vinyl on it you know so that's half the thing and then and then after you know i can wrap a car in 
couple days. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like about 17 hours I can wrap After the prep is done. Is yeah, after saying. it's yeah. done. But then you got, you know, it's all the stuff going into it, you know, and then putting it back together after it's all done without damaging the film. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a serious thing. I, I couldn't do it, like I said. No, we, I, we, I we did some joke photos. But I don't I even know how I do it, to be honest. I'm In my life, I'm not a very patient person, but when it comes to, like, tedious tasks for some reason i don't know I just but you have ocd like us so yeah that, I mean, it found makes your sense. thing yeah you were ticking just as we were joking wrapping my mirror or i was wrapping <laughs> my mirror like i could watch <laughs> yeah you i was like Jesus yeah i know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just because i didn't have felt on my little credit card yeah, it was so more than that but yeah oh well i mean you're right i had the skill level to do it yeah that was the only reason so <laughs> actually seems like it'd be a pretty hard part to wrap actually the mirror no curves. thank you Mirrors are actually tough. Yeah, yeah. mirrors are tough. I could have wrapped the windshield. It would have been easy. Yeah. <laughs> I used to tint cars. That's easy. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I, see, many, I, many I, have, I have zero interest in tinting. You know, and I did. I used to be three M certified in clear raw, but I I did, I hated that. I I did it for like a year, and I stopped doing it. If you've ever tinted a car, like the worst part about it is like when it has old tint, and you have to get it off the back window. Yeah. You like cannot crusty. save the, the rear rear defrosters, and you have to basically get back there and just scrape glue off. And I I have been in the back of some hot, sweaty, sweaty cars, <laughs> taking yeah, well, that's by yourself or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a razor blade. What's your t- what's your point? <laughs> Pervert. <laughs> No, it's 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 yeah. It's no, it's tough. not it's not fun. I I definitely respect window tenders because I have zero interest in doing it. <laughs> I've, I've done like some of my old cars, you know, when I was like in high school or whatever. I was like, I yeah, don't know, I'm not uh, doing that's it. Funny. It's to me, a lot of people that do tint and clear bar, they think that vinyl wraps really hard, but I'm the total opposite. I to me, wrap is easy, and tinting and clear bar is like way harder. Well, and in I'm, my opinion, and you were talking to us about this. What's it called? The air release films and the way things yeah. have changed. And you has this has this these changes been happening since you started in the business or is this something that was when I, yeah, that's a good question. So when I started, there was air release films. Um, they were pretty new, like with, you know, they were pretty recent within the last couple of years. Um, 3M came out of the film called Dynoc and which was actually meant for like architectural stuff like countertops. And that's mm-hmm. what I actually used to wrap like some interior parts of like my car, my buddy's RX-7, that kind of stuff. So then they came out with these swatches. And so like when I started, just to give you an idea, like the swatch deck was like 20 colors maybe of 3M. And now, you know, there's off the top of my head, like six different companies. And I mean, there's, there's like probably a thousand colors that you can pick from. Dang. You know, but when I started, it was like, you had like 3M and Avery and it was maybe 40 colors to pick from, you know? So it was pretty, it was pretty limited. So I don't know. I kind of got in at the right time, I guess. Well, and like you were showing us with, you know, with stretching film and, and, and heat and, memory and film so much stuff that i learned just sitting out in the parking lot talking to him that i had no idea like as far as i think so many people and i think that wrapping is easy because you go on the internet and you see places like you know what's the one in europe uh, yanomize and mm-hmm. all those guys that you know wh- where he sits there and films it while these other people rip lamborghinis apart and it makes it they look make it look so easy where there's yeah. one guy with a, a squeegee and one guy pulls it and then all of a sudden the door's wrapped and yeah it's it's not that yeah, I was. You said something earlier about paint protection in in the wrap film. What's is there paint protection within a wrap? I mean, I guess anytime you put anything over something over something, there's a little bit. But would you want to do paint protection over a wrap if you had a business like that? And you you definitely can. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Like it is gonna, I guess, to some degree, is gonna protect your paint, but it's definitely not on the level of paint protection. Paint protection film is a lot thicker. It's self healing. Um, and, you know, that's like, what, you know, of course, what like Metropolitan, for example, specializes in. Um, and they do a great job. And um, paint protection film, you know, it does come in a couple different finishes. There are some companies, like, I think they use the S-Tech now, yeah. right? And so, like, now they've got a bunch of crazy, you know, finishes. That's really evolving, too, which is kind of exciting. Um, you can do it over a wrap. Um, most of the time, I think, by the time people are done, like, paying for a wrap, they don't really want to you know, drop the extra money. Because, you know, if you do, like, full paint protection, not not to uh, quote. Well, if you put it over the wrap, then you lose the paint protection when you take the wrap off, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a, it's not a, it's not a economical by any means. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it depends on, like, you know, you got to pay to play. Yeah. Oh, gotta, look at that. <laughs> you got to pay a lot, yeah. You know wow. what I mean? Like, uh, it depends on what you want to do and, you know, the protection levels you want and how much, you know what your budget is, and that's a that's another good question. Then, what's uh, if I'm looking at a wrap to say like uh, I don't know, just your average two door sports car? Um, I know it's going to vary a lot based on the the body style of the car. Yeah. You know, a, a 911 versus a C7 are very different shapes and designs. But what are you looking at for just like a single color wrap versus like if if you're not doing a giant you know like design me a full custom design? But I'm yeah, just like the a color, co- like a color change. Yeah, if you want to do a color change, what's that looking at? Yeah, like like a you know a common common thing is like a 
you know, a mid-sized four-door sedan like a Model S or okay, yeah, like yeah. a Model 3 or something like that. You know, you're going to be looking around like, you know, 4000 to 4500 for like okay. a standard color change. It's not going to include your door jam. So, you know, for, for those listening who don't know what a door jam is, if you open up your door, a lot of people don't realize, and I didn't really realize this until I started wrapping, but there's a lot of painted surface on the inside of the door. Yeah. And there's also a lot of, and then, there, of course, there's the whole, whole door sill. So if you want to completely change the color, I mean, that's like a couple grand extra because you got to pull doors off. I mean, it becomes like a pretty serious thing. But the okay. one thing most of the time, I'm just doing like external standard wraps, you know, run you like, it depends, you know, some vehicles be some trucks, you know, I could do for like 3,500. Yeah, you know, big, so, wide, so, Yeah, so something yeah. else might be, you know, just six grand. And obviously, you know, if you got a Lambo, you got to pay the Lambo tax. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to be super, super, super careful. Well, yeah, because I got to pull, you know, I got to take stuff apart on it. It's a high liability. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 it depends on the type of vehicle. And if you got like a, uh, what, what do you got a cross track, yeah. you know, yeah. for example, it's priceless. If he wants Might to be able like, to work out yeah. a deal. Five, six hundred bucks. <laughs> well, I mean, I, speaking, speaking of Lambos, I remember a, a, a distinct Lambo that uh, oh, yeah. made its way to you and then made it made the wrap made it into actual Forza game oh, with, yeah, with yeah. your logo on it. That was pretty crazy. That was really cool. I I have to shout out my buddy Dane on that one with Ardo Printing because he's the one that kind of brought me in on that. He, I actually did the install. Uh, Sterling at the time who worked for him did the design. And then, you know, I um, you know that was like Turn 10 Studios and – yeah, um, at Adam at Microsoft uh, at a uh, Lamborghini, and the car and ended up Microsoft. down in Monterey. Yeah, I saw it yeah. down yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a pretty cool deal. That was that was pretty awesome. One of the things, and maybe this you can explain this to us because, and I don't think people realize this either. And it's something because, and I will say this: I learned it from looking on the internet and things like that. Again, you need to make more videos, but <laughs> a sheet of, gra- of of vinyl is only so big. Yeah, and a lot of times you got to hide seams, and and it's a, a seam in the middle of a hood and things like that. How hard is that? Like, I mean, because I've seen some of your wraps and you've hidden hidden seams and stuff like that, and you cannot tell. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, for the most part on a car, there, there won't be any seams on there. Um, you know, sometimes like on a, like I was trying to think of a, v- like for a G-Wagon, for example, you have to seam the roof because the roof is more than five feet wide and it's like nine feet long. I mean, you can't do it in one piece. Okay. Um, so I'm just thinking of like a nightmare viper hood. <laughs> yeah, there, I'm trying to think. In most cars, you could, you don't have to do that. But yeah, it does happen sometimes. Yeah, it definitely happens sometimes. So you got to get creative as far as where you hide it. You got to look at the body lines. So you really have to kind of know. Um, you know, you kind of have to assess the body of the car and the lines and like what the designer was kind of looking at when he's creating the car and kind of figure out like, you know, where where the eye is go- where the eye can detect, you know. A variance where 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 can you see a seam where can you know you know where can you hide it you know what I mean like you said you have that engineering background yeah so I don't think that <laughs> well <laughs> I, was learning, I, mean, I was learning calculus man I don't know any calculus anymore <laughs> I put stickers on stuff none of us do <laughs> <laughs> none of us do yeah you just like to paste as a kid I get it yeah <laughs> do you have any uh, nightmare cars that you've dealt with that are just like oh not one of these and for what reason uh um, let me think not man I mean not really cars. Uh, just people <laughs> yeah so, no, no. people you'd like to rap no yeah. all my customers are great now. yeah i know um no most I, I i mean i haven't really had any vehicles that give me a lot of trouble mostly it's like if you're doing some kind of you know maybe a new film like i was kind of dealing with the other day you know people kind of saw on my instagram stories or whatever you know kind of lost my temper a little bit but it happens but um you know sometimes you um you know sometimes i do because i'm a creative guy i do a lot of like custom stuff that's out of the box so i might take uh a film and then print on it and then laminate it in a custom finish so it's like not even something you can buy and some and then sometimes you you know you have some difficulties trying to get everything to match up or whatever yeah. you know there it's it, when you whenever you're doing custom stuff you pretty much are giving yourself a stroke on a, like a weekly basis because <laughs> you just, it's like anything that can go wrong does and it, it like stuff goes wrong all the time that's good for your heart yeah it's yeah. like so, and i get like the gray hairs like I want to get like more, so it's working really good. Do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> distinguished. Like I get, I get the gray hairs and a beard. Oh, so. yeah, I got those. <laughs> I'm trying to get like more of them, so doing the custom stuff really, really like helps that out. It's ticking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about the opposite of that then? Maybe like a favorite project of yours so far? I mean, the Lambo got you a ton of exposure. Yeah, the Lambo was really cool. Um, the, 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 sort of the Porsche, I guess. To be I yeah, they, I'd say to be honest with you, John and Paul, the owners of the Porsche, those guys are awesome, and that that project was probably the coolest thing that I've done because, you know, it's like. You got to think like I, I started this business with 400 bucks in my living room. You know, I, I couldn't, I didn't have a shop. I like, nobody took me seriously. You know, I, I couldn't even rent space. And then like fast forward, you know, f- five years later at the time, I'm having a car that's going from London to Tokyo with my artwork and my rap on it. Like that's kind of mind blowing. You know what I mean? The fact yeah. that people even care enough about what I do to, 
to do that. It's like, what? Well, yeah, and, and I, I don't think many people have seen it, but that car has been unwrapped and rewrapped for yeah. this year's Gumball. Yeah, the map wrap. The map wrap. Hashtag map wrap. Yeah, <laughs> which is even cooler, I think. So. That one was crazy. So I, I have seen that. I've yeah, seen that. If, if for anybody that hasn't seen it, I'm going to do a little shameless plug. You can check, out my, check yeah. out my Instagram. It's at Gorilla Mad. But that wrap, we, somebody actually else called it the map wrap, which I thought was pretty cool. But um, it's it's about 100 hours of artwork that went into it. And so for those of you who haven't seen it, what it is is it's actually – it's the seven major cities that are on the gumball uh, – on the actual gumball rally for, for 2019. And so it's uh, basically like the whole concept was I created a globe just using those seven cities. And so half of the map is actually made up. Like I had to make up coastlines. I joined cities. I had to like literally combine sit, like highways and roads and words and rivers and like all this kind of stuff. That's and cool. then I just basically made a globe that went on the whole car. And then I – I kind of had to like design it as I was wrapping it so that I figured out how to get everything to match up so that everything matches up all around the car on a, on a nine eleven turbo S, which is like a pretty difficult vehicle to wrap. I love the fact that the, the road ends at the Porsche symbol on the front of the car. Yeah. That's just well, really that's, a, cool. that's a start point And then it ends on the gas. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. It, yeah. It, yeah. It so it starts on the, on the, on the, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then it goes around all, it goes yeah. all around the car and then it ends on the, the gas lid. Which right, is really cool. cool. Yeah, because they're going through Monaco and everything. This yeah, year. I know. I, I wish I I should have like taken a longer trip. I wanted to go there, but I am going to Ibiza for the final stage, so I'll get to like in person see the car rolling in. That'd be that's and that'll be fun. crazy. That's gonna be that's a great car for it too. With all those curves. Yeah, it works well for it. I, I was really happy with it. So. And what's the, I, and one of the coolest things that I have always loved about that Porsche is the fact that these guys. <laughs> have a roof basket, and they carry their spare wheel on top of this yeah, car. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, they got so. the spare BBS yeah. in the basket. It's it's just a really cool thing to see, especially from – That is freaking cool. Especially, you know, seeing a car like that driving around the world with local plates. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. I saw you're driving the truck out there. I love the wrap on it, by oh, the thank way, you. on the Titan. I'm just working with what I got. Yeah, some other guy wrap it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, – no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the co- we were saying, it's like the cobbler's kid without have shoes. He's like, I don't have time to wrap my own stuff. No. Yeah, I can't even finish it. No, I, it's it's a it's an interesting wrap. Like I said, I had had I've seen it in photos, but like I didn't realize that you had film on top of film. Like the oh the, yeah, the, I don't want to say honeycomb, but what is the shape? That's well, it's actually you know what it was actually like. Uh, I had a uh, I had the truck parked, and there was a shadow of a chain link fence, and that's what gave me the idea. Oh, so okay. I made like a washed out like chain link fence, and then I cut it out on my plotter and then stuck it on there. Nice. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, it looks really cool. It's very unique. It's cool. Uh, it's recognizable. I don't have any logos on it, just in case. You know, sometimes <laughs> I might, might perhaps from time to time drive a little erratic. So, you know, sometimes you don't want the. It could you stand a wash. You don't and you could put the grills back in. But it needs a wash. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to my guys at APC, have them wash go. it, tint up the there front windows go. or something. Nice, good place to do it. Yeah. Are you a truck guy overall, off roader, sports car guy? What's your What's your thing? But I do. I uh, well, I kind of you know, I didn't have a lot of money growing up, so like I I did drive cars. I had like uh you know, eighty eight RX seven GTU back in the day. Ooh. Um, that was my first real drive car. That's a fun car, actually. Bought that when I was in high school. I felt like the man. But it ran for about two months, and I blew the apex seals in it. Oh, shocking. Um, so, yeah, no no. <laughs> Sounds familiar, there. Dan. I know. I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. That happened? Yeah, I had yeah. a 93. I went through, like, three engines in the thing. Okay. And then I fixed it with an LS swap because that's what that car needed. Yep. It's I, we it. talked about it last week. It's happening reverse. Dom, it's actually you still, running. You still have that? No. Actually, a buddy of mine still owns it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, FD is probably one of my favorite cars of all time. One of the most beautiful body styles out of a Japanese car ever, and I love pop-up headlights. So Yeah. But, man, what a terrible engine. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. <laughs> yeah, the idea of it's cool. Exactly. The idea is very cool, and I love that about it. But it was – it's yeah. yeah, just not, not happening. And then uh, after that, I bought a 240SX. Oh, that's and a I did, car. In, in all fairness, I did that before – you know, everybody started putting like zebra wide body fenders on them, and you know <laughs> what I mean. I was gonna say finding a stock one of those, man, would be yeah. rarer than finding a stock super at this point. <laughs> yeah, so I bought that thing in like 2006, I think. I actually bought it in Arizona, and then I like drove it all the way to Kentucky where I lived. But I had that for like eight years. Had all like you know, I was into all the JDM stuff. Yeah. Um, I also have I have a '76 Toyota Celica. You have you seen that? It was, it, to, it was at the old I, shop. I think, I think so, yeah. It, it's like styled after like an old – it's styled after the 60s Mustangs. That's that was, cool. That was the funny thing about the shop is the fact that uh, you you it's you were co, cohabiting a, with these guys that were building – Just a Motley crew. It was a Motley <laughs> crew, but they were building like British sports cars, like re- re- restoring <laughs> some, some yeah. cars in there. I'm like – I'm looking at him, and I walk out, and I'm like, there's a Triumph. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. You recently moved. Yep. Yeah. I did. I actually moved out to Snohomish. Well, the shop, I I've should been, say, moved out to well, yeah, Snohomish. Yeah, yeah. I still live in – yeah, I live like three miles away from here. But, yeah, yeah. I moved out there. Um, 
And you're hiding yourself out there. Yeah, I'll just so kind people of won't disturb you while you're rapping. So nobody can walk in. <laughs> no, I. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a combination of things. Obviously, you know, stuff is uh, expensive on the east side. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like I'm, I'm pretty highly referral based at this point. Um, plus, I have a, some a couple other companies I just launched, and uh, we'll talk about those here in a sec. But sure, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, so you know, a lot of things I'm doing they don't really require me to be in town. And what I really honestly found was for me, for my, for my type of business. Um, it didn't really benefit me to, you know, to, to pay the, you know, kind of inflated, you know, rent rates and things sure. like that and try to be accessible to everybody because it actually just kind of was a distraction when you're, you know, at the time, like for, for the most part so far, I've kind of done most of the stuff by myself. And it's really hard to like stop what you're doing and talk to somebody for 20 minutes. Cause I'm a nice guy. Like you come into the shop. I want to, I want to talk to you about your project, but yeah. that happens like five times a day. And then you get interrupted and then you're trying to go in. So what happens is a lot of times you can't even start working until like six o'clock at night. And then next thing you know, it's one in the morning and you haven't eaten all day. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of a crazy, that's crazy why cycle. you're so skinny. I get it. Okay. Th- yeah. That, and you got to talk to my mom about that. Uh, one. <laughs> that's just, I got it from my mom. High metabolisms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Business ownership's crazy. It's definitely not for everybody, but I love it. It's all the taxes that get you. Yeah, tell me about it. That's why Dan and I aren't paying any tax. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we're taking a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 static, static, static. It's going to be a can opening. Pretty much. So, what's you mentioned? Other businesses coming up? Yeah, so um, so I just launched a. Uh, well, I should say I'm still. It's pretty much ready to launch, but I have a uh, a commercial company. Um, it's still vinyl. All both companies are vinyl related. So okay. you know, this is the industry I'm in. This is what I do. Um, you know, I definitely love it. But the other company is called Forge Branding. It's just strictly business to business commercial um, accounts. So a lot of what a lot of people don't see, if you look at my social media, if you look at my website, what you really don't see is all the commercial work that I do. Um, I do a lot of uh, fleet vehicles. I do a lot of wall wraps, window graphics for businesses. Um, you know, I've literally did like you know 60 windows for the McKinsey building in, 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 in Seattle at the leasing center. You know, I do all kinds of stuff like that all the time. That's like a regular thing. And in fact, that's honestly, it's a little bit more lucrative than wrapping cars. Wrapping yeah. cars is cool. It brings you guys in crazy designs, you know, but a lot of, a lot of my, you know, income as a business is based on, you know, commercial accounts and things like that. So basically, you know, I kind of felt like there was a, a little bit of a need to separate it, if that makes sense. So, I just kind of wanted to separate it, have a little bit more of a commercial name with Forge Branding that catered towards those customers. Because Gorilla Matt is like more like me. It's like I got a little bit of an attitude, you know. I'm kind of like uh, I like to have fun, you know, on social media and stuff like that. But you're one of the nicest guys I know. Don't give me, don't give me that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unless you're yelling at hang, film. hang out at the shop. Yeah, yeah, hang out at the shop <laughs> yeah, for a week. Sure. You see all this the stuff that happens. But um, you know, and then um, so the other the other company is actually um something I, I came up with a couple years ago. It's called Rumble Wraps, and basically what that is is um, developing graphics kits for cars. And then it's more of a distribution company. But huh. the reason I'm doing that is because there's not really, um, there's not really any companies out there that are doing like customizable stuff. So in other words, like let's say, you know, for your Subaru, let's say there's a, a cool graphic that a lot of Subaru people want, but maybe you want it in like a pink camo or something sure. like that, you know, just for example, yeah, you can order that. You know what I mean? That's what that's what I'm building. So I'm building like different graphics kits, you know, for especially a lot of the Mopar stuff. It's a little bit different um, target market than a lot of the vehicles I work on now because I do a lot of like, you know, Porsches and, you know what I mean, Teslas, stuff like that now. This stuff, I think a lot of the U.S., you know, like domestic vehicles, it would kind of cater towards them. So like Mustangs and Challengers because those are the people that like to do a lot of customized, yeah. you know, customizable Absolutely. kits on there. So, I'll, you know, I'll get a car. Stickers and I'll, add horsepower. Yeah, dude. Look at the rally cars. Absolutely. You know, I sponsor true. two rally cars and they're killing it. So it's proven. <laughs> but those two rally cars you wrapped recently are awesome. Yeah. I like both of those. Those they're are like, those are two of like my favorite awesome. wraps for real. So yeah, I did. Uh, I sponsored uh, t- uh, El Diablo team, and um, yeah, they're pretty serious. Uh, Matt's a pretty good driver, and then you know, you guys. I think both of you guys know Daniel Piker. Yep, sure. he, he navigates Great for guy. them. Yep. And then uh, I also uh, sponsored uh, Chase Hovinga. He's a young kid and uh, sponsored his car. And he actually did really well at the Olympus rally last weekend. So That's it's great. proven if you put a wrap on your car, it does go faster. <laughs> Slipstream. You're fast. Yeah, it's just something. No, there it. is. I mean, uh, like you were saying with those customized graphics, like I was noticing there's a company out of uh, California with, that, that does a ton of Subaru stuff and they're like the window stuff. But they're doing them in one color. You can't get them in a color you want. So yeah. I would assume with a business like that, it, it's made to order in the fact that you'll, it's available on the website, but when somebody, it's not made until it's, it's sort of like the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of the stuff, yeah, exactly. It's not like I'm going to cut up, you know, yeah. 
hundred. I think of these a ton of people are going to want yeah, yeah. pink camo Mopar signs. Yeah. yeah. So you know, but it's it's one of those things where you know people can order a certain color, a certain finish, and then maybe you want to accent pinstriping color. You know what I mean? And then you can order that separately. We'll develop it all as a kit and ship it out to you. Nice. So that's what Rumble Wraps is. That's what I'm working on. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that because I, I honestly. I love rapping and I don't want to deter anybody from contacting me if you're thinking about contacting me for raps, but it is a lot of work and it's pretty draining. Um, and I definitely want to, you know, set myself up so that I can build a scalable business. You know what I mean? Instead of having to do everything myself. Nothing wrong with having a business that's referral basis. Yeah. No, I think it's, no, it's awesome. Yeah. It is better. It is better. Because then it's just like, yeah, people. I think people hold themselves to a higher standard when dealing with somebody if they're referral because they don't want to mm-hmm. make their friend look bad. Yep. <laughs> and they, like, they've already seen your work, so there's not as much salesmanship involved in the sense of like, I don't Absolutely. have to sell you on how good this is going to be. You know it's going to be good because you've seen my work firsthand. Now yep. we're just, it's like a tattoo. You yeah, know, the, tr- the trust is already kind of yeah. there. Um, and then you don't you don't get like... You know, the Yelper kind of crowd where they're, oh, yeah. you know, they're looking to write the bad review kind of thing. Like, you know, it's more of an organic thing, and I, and I like that. That's kind of how I'm, I'm the kind of guy. Like, you can call me up. You can talk to me about your project and, you know, tell me who sent you over. And, you know, we'll talk. You know, we'll, we'll figure yeah, it out. You know what I mean? Sure. So I, I, I definitely like um, having a referral-based business. Cool. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We're coming up on our 30-minute mark here, and we'll talk more about uh, wraps, the future of your stuff going on, and some other projects we've got going on. Excellent. Awesome. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. This is the last part of the episode, so we're going to wrap some things up and really cover as much as we can. <laughs> Told you. Didn't. <laughs> hey, they're not good. They're just the jokes. <laughs> it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I didn't know how much I could cover. <laughs> you done? You need to stop me. All right. All right. Okay. Just making so sure. Mm-hmm. All right. That went 30 seconds. <laughs> we're easily entertained. Been a lot of drinking. <laughs> hasn't, you know, I'm kidding. Rain City Supercars has really cut back on their drinking. Yeah, we don't like, actually we, drink that much anyway. I mean, we didn't drink a lot before, but I mean, in, in, of all episodes, I would have drank on this one. But it's just I, I need to keep my <laughs> we should, we my wits among. Dude, we could have sent it before well, we did I mean, this. Troy, we've known right. each other for a long time, and you get a little handsy. So, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're good with your hands, but, <laughs> you know, but yeah, handsy. So, yeah. All right, so what do you got in your stable right now? You got the truck I saw. Uh, he said something about motorcycle parts earlier, which caught my attention. No, they weren't. They weren't. No, they, they, they weren't they his. That wasn't even mine. That was, uh, this was like a just yeah. some chop shop we on your way. No, it was like <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we, I, no, I don't we, know how to describe it. Well, no, so like I, I shared a, a shop with my buddies, and they uh, they just basically kind of general vintage classic car stuff, but yeah. they you know would just buy like resellers. You know what I mean? classic car parts cars sometimes they do a full restore sometimes it'd be an old motorcycle sometimes it'd be you know it was like it was once you got out of the shop it looked like a shop but if you walked through what what in the 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 original building was like the it could be like a jaguar head like laying apart on the floor and then it'd be like a ducati in the corner and then like a pinball game and and a wide open door you're like oh cool and you just Um, walk in you're like "Uh, what do i do no (laughs) (laughs) there's no size there's no directions like where's where's troy just leave it out front (laughs) no (laughs) no it's really cool yeah, so what are you driving besides the truck, or what are you going to be driving? Oh, uh, I just have my truck. I mostly just drive my truck. Oh, okay. Um, I want to buy a 991 GT2 RS, but don't, don't we, we all? I, uh, <laughs> I looked up the uh, the price, and I did a little payment calculator yeah. and, like, you know, figured out how much I can put down, and I go, well, okay, that's going to have to wait a couple more years. So, uh, yeah, no, if, if I, you know, I'd say a GT3 RS or GT2 RS, that's what I'd like to drive. I was going to so say. That's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of working towards. So the $4,500 payment or the $5,500 payment? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with 30, but, you know, to be down. honest with you, I, I, uh, it's going to wrap one car a month. It's like the first big truck that I've owned and I've owned it for like a couple of years now. And honestly, I don't know, man, driving a car is hard after driving a truck. Yeah. The practicality of the truck as well. Dude. It's hard to beat. You can drive over sidewalks. You yeah. know what I mean? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> It's just open rain. Just the normal things you do with it. You can truck. go wherever you want with the truck. Anything's <laughs> <laughs> so you a road if you're giant brave Nissan coming down the <laughs> sidewalk. Um, <laughs> Don't tell them what it looks like. No, I won't. In case yeah, they see me. Bright green. Uh, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> tell you what it doesn't look like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't Technically, you can't tell it's a Nissan. 
Yeah, no, it's like you don't know what it is. <laughs> how do we know? How do you know? Who it's a knows? Diesel? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah and after you mow down those pedestrians, you can just change the wrap. Could be. Change the wrap. <laughs> it was a green truck. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. No, Red it wasn't. splatter paint. Yep. What? <laughs> yeah. That was on the wrap before we got there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we didn't cover a few things. For one, uh, we will definitely showcase some of your work on the podcast. So if oh, you guys, our, our audience. Uh, Go to, if you look at the, the webpage, of course, and we try and do a gallery. Uh, our good friend and photographer, Carl Noakes, always takes great photos for every episode. But we'll also try, we'll feature some of your stuff as well, because this is, this is next level stuff. Uh, we don't ever bring in the bottom of the barrel with our guests. We've been very fortunate to meet some awesome people. And obviously his work is showcased worldwide at this point, and it is some of the best wraps in the business. Uh, so definitely our audience is going to want to check that out. I personally think Adam has the perfect vehicle for this because that CTSV sure could use a giant Avance wrap. That yeah. Is the <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that as you guys were talking. CTSV like, wagon yeah. is the perfect vehicle for well, a wrap. Let us help you spend your money. I know. <laughs> well, it's got the box on top, too. And then you wrap the box. Do you have the, you have the rack? Like the, yeah. the like dual rack or something? The ski box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the yeah. Top. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, were yeah. you drifting I can that see this your, weekend? I can see your mind working right now. Yeah, right. I like it. I were ideas. you drifting that this weekend? That week? was not mine. Oh, okay. I was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was that was cool. awesome to see, though. Yes, he, it was. He, uh, and I didn't get a video of the the challenger that was that was doing it as well. And he, it was Is that per- the green one. Was, yeah, it was like yeah. a Dodge commercial. I mean, it was so cool. To Where see. were they doing this at? Uh, Emerald Downs. We oh, rent okay, out okay. parking lots and stuff. So yeah, it was it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, I have I have a lot of vehicles that could that could use uh, right. a nice wrap. So we should definitely talk. <sighs> yeah. CTSV wagon, though, man, it's never going to go out of style. It's definitely Jay Leno said it like five years ago that that is going to be the future collectible, the wagon with the manual transmission. But see, I kind of now want another car, so I'm kind of stuck because I don't want to get rid of that car. But I I don't know if I can afford to buy another car. You know, like well, I kind of want the money from that car to put to another car. So I'm kind of in this weird spot where I like it. But I'm also kind of like, okay, let's. What's next? Are you going to share what you're thinking about? Or no, I have no idea. Oh, I mean, okay. I, okay, I can't buy anything. That's it's crazy. But um, he doesn't want his wife to know what he's thinking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Kidding uh, me, man? I'm just. It's got that. It's the nice thing about the CTSV. If you haven't seen the CTSV wagon for some reason, uh, gorgeous big beast of a car, large flat side panels. Like it's perfect for a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll look good. It'll look good. Yeah. So we'll, anyway. fi- we'll figure something out. Um, but yeah, no, I've seen a lot of your raps. I think they're, they're phenomenal. They're great. And Thanks, what man. we were talking about earlier is it's, it's, there, there are companies that just do raps and then there's guys that design raps, but mm. there's very few folks that design and actually install the wrap. And that's where a lot of sort of issues happen that I've heard of is the designers will design a wrap and then they hand it over to the guy who's actually wrapping it. Yeah. And there's such gotta a make disconnect. it work on the car. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't work on the car. Or it's just like they're not aligned in terms of how it's going to look. So how do you do that? Like, I mean, is, are there virtual molds? Like, let's talk about like the Porsche you did with the map. The latest yeah, sure. one. I mean, and you have to, and I know your knowledge base, I mean, but you're taking a flat surface, you're making it 3d and then you're making everything match up. Yeah. I mean, are there ways, is technology changing the fact that you could take a virtual shell of a Porsche? No. Oh, okay. It's, I, well, I'll say this. I don't know. I'm not the smartest computer guy that might exist. And okay. I wish that it did. And I, I was actually having some conversations with uh, my buddy Trevor about that. That may be a thing, but I don't know how to do any of that. But no, what I did with the Porsche was, um, I, I literally had to kind of design it as I went, but that's that to, you hit the nail on the head though. That's the benefit is like, there's not a lot of people or even businesses in general who do the design and do the hands-on install. And I do all that you know, myself, like I, I, you know, I just kind of taught myself how to do all that stuff. Right. So with the Porsche, for example, um, I designed the sides and I just wrapped the sides. So that way I could kind of see exactly where everything falls. And then I took a lot of measurements. Um, some of them, like, um, people that, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I actually wrapped the bumpers in a grid. So we printed a grid and I wrapped it on there so I could literally measure and do like a paint by number. So I go, okay, 10 squares over from the middle and like two squares up, this is where this needs to be. And then I could kind of mesh the artwork. It was insane. It, it wow. was extremely difficult. Um, and even at that, I did have to reprint things a couple times. Um, it was it like, yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely a pretty crazy wrap. Hey, you get what you pay for. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Huh. I guess, yeah, I guess I always assume when the same thing you do, when you, when I picture somebody doing a wrap, I picture them like designing it on the computer first and then doing it in. But it's, yeah, like you said, it doesn't translate that way. 
Huh. Well, and like he was saying with vinyls and, and, and things like that, you have to stretch them. And mm-hmm. if you take something, if you take a, a continent or something that, and all of a sudden you stretch it, yeah. people are going to notice everything that changes. That's not what Africa yeah. looks like, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, not like, real good. And yeah. he, even on the the Porsche, like some of the words, you know, when you go around a bumper, all the words get skewed. So I literally had to measure the skew, and then I went in and I pre-skewed everything the other way. Like if it was, you know, forward slanted, right. I had to back slant the words so that way when I wrapped it, they look straight. It was. It was crazy. I wow. never, I never put that much time. Like I said, it was like over a hundred hours of artwork time into it. Uh, definitely a lot of trial and error. But you know, at the end, I mean, you know, you kind of see what it looks like at the end. I mean, that's that's what I do. I do the, I do the projects that are like, you know, seem impossible. That's like, how would you possibly do that? I'll figure out. Mm. I'll figure out a way. And you did uh, Danny's uh, the martini. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. That night. Yep. That did the martini out. kit. Uh, made that from scratch. Wow. Um, so that was an interesting process. And, um, yeah, I do. I love doing vintage stripes. I've kind of just, I don't know, just kind of along the way got known for, like, doing Porsche graphics. You know what I mean? I honestly didn't know anything about Porsches when I started rapping. But, you know, it's like you rap a 997, and then you have people, like, they want the martini stripes. And then you just start learning about all the heritage and about all the history. I got What the op- colors mean and everything. Yeah, yeah the colors. Yeah. I got an opportunity. One of the coolest ones that I think I've ever did was um, I did some uh, retro graphics on a Kramer Porsche. Um, you know, which is like, I think there was like 40 mm-hmm. or something yeah. like 40, 40 something in the world. Um, Dang. and Eurotech body works actually over in Kirkland. Um, they had actually pulled the stripes off, repainted it to the original, like seafoam green color. And, and then there was a, a graphics kit on there. So they had me kind of replicate everything. So that was pretty cool. Cool. That's so, so neat. So yeah, I've, I really, um, I love doing, I love designing. I like doing, you know, vintage stuff, but I also like designing just, kind of like letting you know having people let me just do my own thing and kind of coming up with different stripe designs or kits or color schemes and stuff like that so it's always fun hmm. you sound a lot like a tattoo artist more than a <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah funny. it's it's a wild it's a different different thing man it's kind of funny i the martini porsche i before I, I realized you did it after i bought it but i actually bought a print from daniel piker oh when really he, did the photo, right. like, he was coming up and i love his stuff so i wanted to support him so i actually bought one of the prints of that car oh of Danny's car the the the, the, bl- the, the black, black martini yeah. okay yeah and I I bought the, brick, the photo brick background with, yeah the brick yeah. background because I yeah. loved the way that photo looked and I loved the way the the the, yeah, the he, stripes were done it's yeah just he crushed that photo set out yeah. in Seattle that was awesome that was an awesome photo set so I was like well I got to support him he's a cool guy and he's doing good work I know so. he owes me like some free photo shoots for all the <laughs> plugs I'm giving him on this one no, I'm just kidding become an Avance <laughs> member and you get a free photo shoot with from uh, him yeah yep, he's one of our photographers okay yeah no he's awesome did you get a photo shoot Dan no, actually. I, uh, well, no, I'm just so I, I actually said no because at the time. So did I. I was joking. Yeah, <laughs> I was totally joking. We are ha- having one this I weekend, yeah, actually. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm just, one of the ones that I love that you did, and I've looked at it on your Instagram a hundred times, is that that Camaro with the. Oh, that's a, yeah. The, yeah. The, that uh, car is what, legendary. The, the what, chameleon wrap, shall we call it, or what? It's a. Uh, they call it like a color flow, color flip wrap. Okay. But yeah, basically, you know, they, that kind of became a thing uh, in the last few years. The vinyl wrap game just came out with all these color flip stuff which everybody in the paint world knows is like chameleon paint yeah um that color in particular was actually custom so that didn't come in a gloss color and we actually took the whole roll laminated in a gloss color and luckily like the my customer brandon he's an awesome guy and he's actually become a good friend of mine we kind of talk all the time but at the time you know he gave me kind of free reign he was open to suggestions and i was like just coming up with crazy ideas to be a pattern yeah i'm like you know that's just what i do so i was like i don't know let's just take this color make it gloss and then i was like i want let's do this crazy pattern and you know they've got it's a zl1 so they've got like the carbon fiber and everybody wants to keep it and i was like let's cover that let's wrap all the carbon fiber and do this crazy pattern and he just let me run with it and um you know, I, that that project has honestly become like one of the most iconic projects. And then he got, you know, he got the airbags on it. I mean, that car is pretty savage. He's actually gonna. We're working on like a 2.0, just so you guys know. It's nice. Gonna, oh, it's even gonna, better. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna change up. So. Okay. But that car is that car is pretty cool. Definitely turns heads. What is your Instagram? Is it Gorilla Mad Raps? I follow you. It's just Gorilla Mad. Just Gorilla Mad. Yep. Okay. At Gorilla Mad. At Gorilla Mad on Instagram, folks. Check it out. It's worth it if you're a car fan at all, just because there's it's awesome stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, w- I want you to wrap the Boxster too, like we were talking about. I think that would be, okay. that would be pretty cool to do. Yeah, some sponsor logos, et cetera, et cetera. So we should talk more about that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. So that was a lot of fun. I feel like there's a 
good Avant's partnership opportunity here. Uh, yeah, there yeah. Yeah, definitely could be. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of my members, I think, uh, are are your existing clients, and uh, yeah. definitely more more would be interested. Yeah, as I said, I mean, the, I I hear people ask all the time. I mean, usually they ask me all kinds of random, weird, stupid questions, but some like questions <laughs> of like like about like where do rat? I get certain services? Hey, what happened? Yeah. To no question is a dumb question. No, no, there's there's really definitely dumb questions out there. No, I mean, wow. you know, <laughs> rap versus paint protection film. I mean, it's not a stupid question, but I get it a lot. Like. Oh, Okay. I think it's the same thing, and you know, mm. and yeah, it's not. But yeah, definitely, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. Speaking of events, what cool stuff do we have coming up? Uh, this weekend we have uh, something with the IRDC race uh, sort of organization at Pacific Raceways. So they're having a, a race. IRDC stands for International Racing Something or Other. Anyway, it's like Wheel to Wheel Racing League, uh, oh. and they are mm. at Pacific Raceways. So they have sort of a championship series going on. I think there's a lot of like Pro 3 BMW cars and a lot of like Spec uh, 46 cars and stuff like that. But anyway, so they have their race going on. They invited us down there to Pacific Raceways, and we're going to do parade laps around Pacific Raceways at lunch uh, between kind of the, the racing. Uh, so no cost to Avance members, which is awesome, but they just repaved uh, Pacific Raceways. So it's a good opportunity to sort of check out the new track and, and sort of see the, the new and improved Pacific Raceways. So. I did hear they still left a bump in there they were complaining about. <laughs> You know, I think it's better. I think uh, that's <laughs> it's I think less it's, of a bump. I, I think it's, it's better, more of a bump yeah. and less of a jump. I've actually never been on there. Well, really, no. is your opportunity. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so slower speed stuff. You know, it's just a parade lap kind of thing, but or multiple laps, but obviously slower speeds. But uh, but so that should be fun. So that's on Saturday, and then did you say the, you had a photo shoot coming up? Yeah, we have a yeah. photo shoot for charter members. So we're going to actually do it at that location. So at Pacific Grace. Oh, cool. So we'll have. Three photographers there taking photos of uh, members' cars, so you know people have to sign up for an appointment and stuff like that. But so that'll be fun. So that's also on Saturday, and then uh, I think yeah, the following week we have a track day at the Ridge uh, coming up, so that should be fun. So take a day off work and uh, go have fun at the Ridge Racetrack. Boy, you're not you're not careful. Vance is going to turn into like a real business, buddy. Uh, oh, I know. This Tell past you. this past weekend was sort of brutal. I mean, exotics at RTC was fun. <laughs> But it's a lot of work. Thank yeah. you for the donuts, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was yeah. just about 30 to say dozen. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of work, not physically, but just mentally, because yeah. everybody comes up to. And I don't. I'm really good with names, but it's just like an onslaught of yeah. people coming up and saying, like, "Oh, hey, Adam," and I, was, I just uh, you got to tell me something, like, <laughs> you, "What kind of car do you, you have? <laughs> Where do we know each other <laughs> What's from?" Awesome, guy? You know? yeah. well, Adam, had, Adam's biggest problem that day was the fact that all these old ladies were coming up to him yeah. trying to give him money for donuts. <laughs> Here, let me donate. Yes. Ma'am, yes. um, that's not a donation box, and get out of my shirt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dance, monkey. They're all painted <laughs> Can I wash something on here? <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Uh, so. Yeah, none of that, none of that no, happened. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> no. Oh, that was just you imagining. Apparently, yeah. I'm <laughs> not really sure why I'm imagining old women <laughs> washing <laughs> their clothes on his stomach, but either way. So. Whatever you're into, Nick. Whatever you're into, yeah. buddy. <laughs> To each their own, sir. <laughs> no, it was all good. Yeah, thirty dozen donuts went very, very quickly. So yeah, that was that was crazy. I think we worked out the math. It was about uh, ten, ten dozen, dozen an hour. hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gone. Yeah, it, it was nuts. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and this year I got top pot because last year I got Safeway to save a few bucks, but Safeway donuts are just not very good. So <laughs> this year we went we went premium, we went top pots. So. That's why you have to keep the Cadillac because you couldn't <laughs> get donuts to exotics <laughs> no without sharing. it. That's right. That's right. Those, the thirty dozen is not going to fit in a boxster, buddy. You can build if, a Raptor next or something. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody is listening to the show and is a donut uh, baker, uh, please let me know. Yeah. Because I would like a donut sponsor of some sort. Because. Donuts, uh, you know, they add up, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, every you were week. the hero of that show, though, <laughs> man. Pretty funny. How, how far in advance did you have to order that? Oh, it's just like three or four days. Oh, okay. That's but they right. were not happy that I wanted to pick them up at 6.30. Oh. I, I was like, yeah, I need to pick them up at 6.30 because I got to get there. He's like, yeah. We, uh, I was like, yeah, 6.30. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm doing business with you. All right. <laughs> I, I could tell like, yeah. they had to get up all early. But when I got there, they were right ready to go. So that was great. QFC uh, U Village. Absolutely. Thank you for, for helping me out. So Very nice. Good. Nice Excellent. job. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Jared and I were talking about so. Uh, Jared, camera guy, and does our website and logos and stuff. And, and Nick and I were all talking, and it was like, it's absolutely draining. Uh, Ashley's a volunteer as well, actually. So everybody here is a volunteer at Exotics, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, we were just drained the entire weekend yeah. from trying to talk to everybody. Yeah. And then you're so busy. Like yeah. people, 
and I try and warn everybody when they come, like, oh, come you see the show. I'm no. like, no. It's like, you're going to see me wave, and I'd be like, I got to go. Nice yeah. to see you. Yeah. I don't remember your name. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like I do a ton of that. You. Hey, yeah, yeah. And you in your car. Well, you guys have it the, rough, the hardest because you have an earpiece in. Yes. So you can't, you can't really pay attention to the conversations exactly. that are happening outside of the earpiece. We definitely you. never abuse that technology <laughs> either. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Jason was... <laughs> Talking to someone he didn't want to. He was like, Jason, I need you over here. He's like, ah, th- I, I got to gotta go. go. <laughs> he was talking to me. Thanks. I know. No. <laughs> I had a radio in, too. But no, I appreciate everything you did this weekend, though. It was yeah, that, so th- yeah, that was on Saturday. And then Sunday, we had a driving event at Emerald Down. Oh, that's right. And, and we did it. It was longer. So we've extended these events so that more people can participate. And so it was basically twice as long as we normally do. And so we started it. We started at 10, which I got there at 7, 30, 7, 7.30 at the lot. There were two parked cars in the middle of the lot where we have our driving events, mm. and that's a bad thing, right? Mm. So we had Like just <laughs> random people? Just random people um. who apparently decided to park there. They weren't in their cars. We don't know so. anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to call Emerald Downs, get the tow truck going, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so that was like stressing me out because I was like, okay, this is a big event. We have a lot of people coming, and we've got these cars right in the middle of our, of our event space. So anyway... Uh, but yeah, anyway, long story short, the event was perfect. It was awesome. Everybody had a blast. It was a great new format, but it's exhausting. Cause I was there from yeah 7am probably till five, you know, basically just there her, picking up cones. He had to scrub know, down like, the parking lot, get all the rubber off there first. <laughs> and those events are stressful because you know, it's cars driving at somewhat high yeah. speeds. And so, you know, you're sort of on watch it for everything right sure. and so any noise that happens like, oh what's going on you know so yeah uh so anyway but events were great but yeah it was a it was a long weekend so i'm looking forward to a little you know nice break here in the in the week so. nice. i have a feeling this saturday is going to be absolutely packed with exotics again and yeah you said there was a surprise you can't you can't talk about yeah, it. yeah no we just we always have cool cars coming this time a lot of times we don't know about them they just mm-hmm. show up and we're amazed this one uh we got Twins um, separated before birth. Yeah, we got a message ahead of time that was like, "Hey, we want to bring this. What do you guys think?" And I was saw. I went and saw it. I didn't actually just get an email. I went and looked at it. Oh, and I was like, wow. "Absolutely, yes. This is super cool. Oh, like, it, it, it for me, it's 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 not about the most expensive thing that rolls up. It's oh. unique and something that will really draw a crowd. Like I've seen. So that's a clue. I'm always excited to see a La Ferrari or something like that roll up. But when I get something that's just really different and not what you'd expect to see, yeah, that's what really makes the crowd go, "Oh man, this right. is so cool!" Because right. it's just like way out there. So. Yeah. Cool. I love that about our show. Nice. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, we really thank you for coming in, Tim or Troy or whatever your name is. Uh, you know, just girl uh, a mad Instagram. Girl a mad at Instagram. <laughs> uh, call me know. whatever you want. Grot it is. Pay me. Yeah. Okay. I am Groot. Gorilla Grot. Gorilla Grot. You people usually see the the names that people write on the chat sometimes. I'm sure. Just all over the place. <laughs> no, I gorilla made. Truly, I appreciate you guys having me on here. This has been really fun and. uh you know, last week, uh, well, actually, like th- two weeks ago, you guys had, like, you know, the guy that started Turn 10 Studios, and I'm like, oh, Alan Hartman. supposed yeah. to follow yeah. that up? Like, come on, are you going to have a <laughs> vinyl rap guy on there? So, no, this is cool, though. I, I really, this is fun. We you're, would not have had you on here. special sunfire. Yeah. Don't worry. We Thanks. wouldn't have had you on here Thanks if you weren't the guy to go to for a rap, and we know that. Yeah, so I appreciate that. We've A lot of your work is showcased here at Drivers Club, at Exotics. Like, it speaks for itself. So, thank you. We appreciate you coming. That's awesome. Well, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. What? Oh, she has a good point. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that, Manager Amanda. (laughs) She's paused. She's like, we just talked about this. They're not going to enjoy the drive until now. Go. You're not going to enjoy the drive until you go online and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Facebook. MySpace? MySpace. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's still around. Your sponsorship just ended. Jared, you need to get us a MySpace before this episode airs. I'm serious. I want one. <laughs> I, I'm going to make a MySpace for Please our page. No. Perfect. I wonder if we can still do custom background music. Oh, I remember. <laughs> do you remember how, much, how hard that was to get the custom background? I don't want to get no, into it. No, I'd like learn HTML just to do my MySpace. Pretty yeah. much. We all did. <laughs> anyway, let's try that again. Oh, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.